I V M. Hi, I'm Utsav, a behavior researcher by training and a slow traveler by passion. Postcards from Nowhere is a travel podcast where I condense a decade of travel experiences and explore not just the where but also the why and how to travel. My stories emerge from slow traveling the less explored parts of the world: Bosnia and Herzegovina, Armenia, Uzbekistan, and even China. At the end of each story, I give practical tips and new ideas about how to travel better. This week, in the last episode of China Unseen, I bring to you the fascinating story of how China fell in love with the chili, a story of economics, two wars, and medical philosophy. In 1932, the Soviet Union sent one of its best agents to China, a former school teacher and counter-espionage expert from Germany named Otto Braun. His mission was to serve as a military advisor to the Chinese communists who were engaged in a desperate battle for survival against Chiang Kai-shek's nationalists. Braun recalls his first impressions of Mao Zedong as a mean, spiteful man. He further notes, for a long time I could not accustom myself to the strongly spiced food such as hot fried peppers which is traditional to southern China especially in Hunan Mao's birthplace. His tender taste buds invited Mao's mockery. The food of the true revolutionary is the red pepper declared Mao. And he who cannot endure red peppers is also unable to fight. Sounds ridiculous right? But what if there was a grain of truth in Mao's absurd claim? The home of the chili in China is Sichuan, which of course gave rise to its bastardized version Sichuan, which we lovingly lick off plates of Indian Chinese food. The Sichuanese have long been notorious for their rebellious spirit. In fact, some of the momentous events in modern Chinese political history can be traced back to Sichuan's hot temper. But if I were to ignore Mao's assertions, there is a bigger question. How did Chile, a native of South America, ended up becoming endemic to Sichuan, but not in the rest of China? Because if you think of it, Sichuan is a completely landlocked province, surrounded by Yunnan in the south, Gansu in the north, and Tibet in the west, and none of them are known for spicy food. One school of thought believes the pepper came overland from India into western China. via a northern route either through tibet or a southern route across burma but the first consistent references to chili peppers in local chinese gazettes start in china's eastern coastal regions and move gradually inland towards the west reaching hunan in 1684 but for the chili to reach sichuan it needed much more than mere trade or food practices the 17th century So one of the most dramatic events in Sichuan's history the collapse of the Ming dynasty meanwhile the Qing dynasty began to consolidate power during this transition a devastating set of disasters rebellions banditry famine resulted in massive depopulation the best guess is that as much as 75% of Sichuan's population died or disappeared during this period over the course of the next century One of the greatest instances of mass internal migration in the history of China substantially repopulated Sichuan. The great majority of the new immigrants came from the two provinces directly to the east, which included Hunan. So in these times, chili peppers 
became a relatively cheap source of flavor compared to salt and pepper as a sichuanese folk saying goes spicy peppers are the meat of poor guys but there are more traditional reasons as well in terms of chinese medicine the body is an energetic system in which damp and dry cold and hot yin and yang must be balanced when applied to food this concept is quite well known in india too we call it tasir and foods are either hot or cold so while curd and sauf or fennel are cold clove cinnamon and black pepper are hot this is by the way also the reason that these together make up garam masala in india but i digress sichuan is notoriously humid damp in the winter and hot in the summer to counteract the soggy weather the sichuanese have historically spiked their diet with warming foods like garlic and ginger so when the chili pepper arrived the sichuanese plugged it seamlessly into their pre-existing palate but the final event which sealed sichuan's identity with chili happened with yet another war about 300 years later in the 1930s china and japan were locked in a ferocious battle and the elite classes of china were fleeing to sichuan from both the communists and the japanese they found themselves in precisely the same kind of dire economic conditions as those refugees who had immigrated to sichuan centuries earlier they too began to turn to the cheap spicy peasant fare that the lower classes had nurtured into one of china's greatest cuisines if you travel to any part of china today you are most likely to encounter a sichuanese hot pot restaurant at the center of your table a hot pot full of flavored broth keeps simmering as raw ingredients are placed into the pot and are cooked in a manner similar to the fondue what adds some serious bite to the broth is the sichuanese chili paste which is added in generous quantities the sichuanese hot pot is a great metaphor for the journey of chili in sichuan itself it took a hot pot of two wars medical philosophy and economics for chili to find itself in china much like how it takes a hot pot of experiences for us to find ourselves if you like this podcast don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the ivm network you can listen to us on the ivm podcast app or ivmpodcast.com you can also follow us on our social media we are at ivm podcasts on twitter and instagram if you want to reach out to me i am utsav memory on twitter and yvtravel42 on instagram